Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Good morning. No, it is not morning. It is afternoon or it could be evening. Heck, it's morning somewhere in the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome, whether you're listening live or you're listening online afterwards. I'm so grateful to have you here with me, either in person or in spirit. Uh, What an incredible day it's been today. Uh, Super excited to be sharing five surprising insights to create an incredible business without sacrifice. And, you know, it's interesting, as I was listening to my intro um, I was, you know, contemplating the difference of my life now versus the time that I was experiencing all that stress in my life, working as hard as I possibly could, uh, sacrificing my health, uh, sacrificing my family, time with my former husband. Um, yes, I did say former husband. Uh, and, you know, and all of the things that contributed to that, which I also believe was this, the amount of stress and pressure that I put myself under to create this thing called success. And so I just want to welcome you and perhaps maybe you feel the same. Maybe you are trying to create a business or really what you're trying to do is create a life and you're looking for that liberation, that freedom that a lot of us are seeking and what you have instead is a job, meaning you own your own business, but you have a job and more than likely work longer hours than when you were working for somebody else and the possibility of making less money, making less profit or revenue in your life um, as a business owner versus when you worked for somebody else. And if that's how you are, you're feeling and where you're at, I just want to give you a big hug. You're not alone. That really is, um, uh, honestly, I hear this over and over again, and was my experience, that was my story too. My entrepreneurial success story was that I was working damn hard and uh, certainly wasn't seeing what I thought I should be seeing as far as benefits of working that hard. So part of what I talk about almost on a weekly basis is letting go of that uh, belief system of having to work hard for success. And truly, my wish for all of you, my, I guess, intention of doing this show is that you can um, redefine what success might look like for you. And rather than have it a destination, which is what mine was, it can be this commitment to the journey. And it's funny that that commitment card or the commitment, uh, that word comes up because as I came on, I drew the commitment card and it talks about, yes, this is a great time to make a commitment and be in awareness that really what you're meant to commit to is yourself. And even further and deeper, Uh, And the truth of that is committing to your divine self or what people might refer to as the universe, divine intelligence, spirit, God. And it is uh, not meant to uh, be outside of yourself, right? Your success is an internal thing versus an outward uh, chasing and achieving thing. And so my whole entire mission 
uh, in uh, many of the businesses that I've had in the past and as I continue to grow my businesses is to really share that message that, um, you know, you living in your purpose and on purpose, in purpose, with purpose, and creating the most successful life that you want, however that's defined for you, without the heaviness, without this feeling of there's something missing or without this feeling that you're doing something wrong, because you're not, you're not doing anything wrong. And, uh, and I hear that over and over again. So today I'm going to share with you uh, these five surprising insights and surprising because when you hear them, you're, uh, they're simple. It's not complex. And I think that's probably the biggest myth of all is that it's supposed to be hard and it's complex. And so I want to share with you just some simple shifts in your mindset, maybe simple shifts in, in action that can lead you from where you are to where you want to be if, and I say this, if your goal is to create a life that you love, an epic life. And I'm committed to assisting you to creating this epic life and having your business as the vehicle to your epic life. And so let's get started with our very first insight number one, let go of hustle and do this instead. And so a lot of women that I work with, and I work mostly with women, I think something that attracts us together is that we understand or we have this deep sense of purpose and, and believe, you know, at our core that we're not actually meant to work hard. We're committed, but hustling and grinding and, you know, on that hunt is really not something that we are uh, want to do. I was I was going to even say that we don't naturally. We're not naturally, you know, in battle. We're not. Um, women are. Hmm, I'm going to be careful with my words here. As a divine feminine, our warrior pose, right, looks different than a warrior pose of the divine masculine. And what if part of being a divine feminine warrior was letting go of the hustle and grind and doing this instead? And what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is what do you actually really, 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 really want to do? I know there's a lot of reallys in there because then I want to say something so simple, then do that. Now, that sounds simple. I get it. There's a, I can feel a couple eye rolls. I understand that too, but let me explain what I mean by that. Um, I, I believe that one of the challenges that we have in my world of marketing and sales, online marketing in particular, uh, is that um, people have led you to believe that there's only one way of creating business success and the one way to create the most success is their way. And that grates me. That actually irritates me. I get on a soapbox, truly, when I when I hear stuff like that, because I believe that the, the best way to create success is your way. So if you love hustling and you love working hard and you love grinding away and you love going into battle, and then you should do that. And if you love, love the component, and if you don't, then what else is possible? And for me, the what else is possible is doing the thing that you love the most. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, before I got on here, I wanted 
to ensure that I dedicated, I've not done this before, dedicated this particular podcast to my clients because we've been talking a lot about this in the in the morning call. I lead a, a morning call uh, called the Pathway to Success call. I do it every morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. It's about 30 minutes long. And um, I've been doing it for almost three years. I think there's like 865 audios available. And the reoccurring theme that I talk a lot about is, um, you know, letting go of this hustle and grind attitude and doing what you love. And a, co- and a common question that I ask a lot is this. Um, and you can pick whatever number really resonates with you. But imagine that at the end of the day today, you have won $244 million. It instantly goes into your bank account. And, um, you know, and so that we have these moments of all the fun things that you might do, right? You might take your family on a vacation. You might pay off your house, your mom and dad's house, your grandparents' house, you know, all of the, 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 the fun, feel good, almost feels like obligation things to do. And let's just say you're left with, and I'm just making up numbers, use your numbers. You're left with $222 million. And you um, never have to, and I'm using that word on, on purpose, you never have to work again. And chances are a lot of you would still want to do something. Um, It's not that you would necessarily stay home long-term, short-term, you might just stay home on Netflix and chill, right? But after you're Netflixing and chilling and you know that you're going to be taken care of and you know everyone that you love is taken care of and you have $222 million in the bank, would you continue to Netflix and chill? And some of you might. And so... If that's the case, then this part of the podcast isn't for you, but don't tune out, stay with me and just follow my thought process here for a moment. So if you could do anything that you wanted, whether you got paid for it or not, what would you do? Where would you go? Who would you be with? Right? If you didn't have to ever, 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 and your family never had to worry about, like any of your family in the next 100 years, never had to worry about money or finances again, what would you do? I just want you to take a pause for a moment and then, okay, drum roll, please. Then how about you do that now? Why don't you do that now? And most of the time when I ask this question, it's because, well, I can't make money from that. And I don't know how to do that. Or I don't know how to make money from that. And so what if you did? What if you did know how to? What if you could make money from doing the thing that you love? Right? And so um, what would that look like for you? You know, I know specifically... Right. So the God of my understanding, sometimes referred to as higher power, universe, spirit, divine intelligence. But the God of my understanding, you know, um, would not have me dream something like that without the ways and means for that to happen. And the only thing that I believe standing in the way of doing the thing that I wanted to do the most was me, was my limiting belief that that wasn't possible. And there was limiting beliefs around who I was as an individual. So I didn't maybe have the skill set or the right all of the things, or I wasn't sure how to do that, which was true. 
when I, when I first answered this question, I had no idea how I was going to create that. But I also know that until you decide that you're going to do that, nothing will be created. You won't be able to create that thing. You wouldn't be able to create that idea. So can you let go for the moment of the money piece attached to it? And what would you do? And would you be really concerned about having the right marketing message? And marketing is important and your message is important. I'm not saying it's not, but can you just let that shit go for a minute? Can you be like, you know what, this is what I would do. Years ago, when I asked this, myself this question, what I realized is like, what I wanted to do is share my story with as many women as entrepreneurial women as possible. That was one thing. I wanted to create events and summits. And um, I have a neurodivergent brain. So, you know, um, you know, grew up with, a, I'm a great starter, not a great finisher. So I was really afraid of that. I wanted to do retreats and I wanted to, to, I wanted to share inspiration every single day. And here I am years later doing that very, that very thing that I dreamt about. And the first time I dreamt about it was in 2010. So the first time I was asked that question, what would I do if I could wave a magic wand and everything in my life was taken care of? And you know what? I don't know. I don't want to bullshit you and pretend to you that it's been easy. I've got sidetracked with different things. I've been pulled away from and had different tragedy tragedies in my life since then. And, um, what, but when I go back to this core of what would I do and just play, just play in that. And every year I play around with that. Well, actually more than that, I do mine every quarter, right? What would it look like? What it would be possible? Wouldn't it be fun if is kind of how I start that. And so I want to leave that with you. What would you be doing? What would you love to do if money wasn't a, 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 um, something you had to worry about? You didn't have to worry about making it marketable. You didn't have to worry about how to sell it. You didn't have to worry about the messaging. You didn't have to worry about a marketing strategy. You didn't have to worry about how you're going to sell it or how you're going to promote it, how you're going to present it, or if anyone was going to buy it. What would you do? And I would start dreaming about that because the moment you start dreaming about it, visualizing it as if it's happening, the way to make it marketable, right? The, the, the people that you need, the, uh, maybe the technology that you need will unfold. But here's the thing. <laughs> they don't often show up with their hands up. Hey, we're marketable. <laughs> right? Hey, you asked for us and we're in a pretty Tiffany box with the white, you know, with a bow. It sometimes comes as obstacles and challenges. More often than not, opportunities come kind of in the through the back, the, the back door, the sly disguise right, of obstacles and challenges. And the first time I read that was in Wallace D. Waddle's uh, The Science of Getting Rich, right, that, you know, opportunity will come, but it doesn't, it's not going to come through the front door, not going to be wrapped up in a pretty bow. It might look like an obstacle or challenge. And so as we go into our first break, what would you love to be doing? Contemplate that, ponder that. If you're near a pen and paper, write a few notes down. If you're not, uh, maybe make a note, a voice note or whatever. Uh, or uh, certainly don't be driving and, and writing. Not cool. Not cool. Ah, lucky you. This is available later on and uh, on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. You're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. And uh, let's have a great commercial break. 
Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Oh, welcome back. Whether you're here live in the studio with me, hugs and kisses to those of you who are listening live or afterwards. Thank you so much for being here with me. Uh, before we went to break, you know, I talked about thinking about what would you love to do? So the first step um, in this five-step process is to really think about what it is that you want to do. Let go of how marketable it is. And yes, I know every business strategist out there is like panting in, in terror <laughs> about what I'm saying. I'm not saying strategy isn't important. I think it is. I think it's, I think it's important. It helps give us direction. However, if we're trying to kind of fit in the box of um, what everyone else is doing, it's it you know, and it doesn't resonate with us. Um, then we move into resistance, and that's which is a great way, I guess, to segue into the step number two, which is, you know, uh, learning to be uncomfortable um, with discomfort. So how to get comfortable with discomfort really is what I'm talking about. And so what does that look like? How can you get comfortable with discomfort? And I think the first step always is to ask yourself, am I in resistance to this or am I not resonating with this? So am I in resistance, meaning there's um, work to be to be applied, um, applying the universal law of non-resistance, or am I not resonating with this and I'm swimming upstream? Because those are two different things. And what I find, especially in marketing with the women that I work with, they're um, they're being told by other people that they're they're resisting it. Stop resisting having a sales call. Stop resisting having a punchy elevator pitch. Stop resisting doing marketing. Stop resisting doing social media. And what's happening for a lot of these women is they're in, not in resonance with the way that it's being done. They understand. I mean, business is simple: marketing, sales, and operations. What makes it difficult, though, is 
A, we need to work through a lot of limiting beliefs and a lot of programming. And, uh, and B, we need to really become truly authentic to ourselves and our own messaging. And we haven't been taught how to do that. We've been taught how to memorize, right? We go to school, two plus two is four. How do you know that? Because you memorized it. You know, you have your ABCs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. How do you know that? You memorized it, right? How do you know what a noun and a verb is? Um, if you're like me, sometimes you forget. I should have paid more attention. In English, it's because we memorized it. It's, it's, um, it's, it's memorization. It's not necessarily a knowing or an awareness, but that's what school does. It helps us memorize stuff. So I can memorize how to do an elevator pitch, but if it doesn't resonate with me, guess what? I'm not going to fucking do it. Oops, sorry. Well, I'm not sorry, not sorry. For those of you who are offended by the F-bomb, I do apologize to you. Um, you know, it, but th there's, so there's this non-resonance piece to it, right? I don't resonate with a typical elevator pitch. And yes, I know it might be important in some instances, but to whom? You know, and so then I hear all of my marketing people, it's important, Ranchelle, that you do that so people understand what you do. I'm like, how about I just have a conversation with people? <laughs> I don't know. How about I share what I do? How about I how about I ask people, hey, what do you do? And then I move into conversation. So I'm so the, the my point of the discomfort is um tapping into okay, this feels uncomfortable to me. I'm I'm uncomfortable. And is it because I'm not in resonance to it or is it because I'm resisting it, right? And it could be both. I'm 100% in resistance of doing um, marketing the way that everyone else does it. I am. And I know that sometimes I need to do that. So if I if I look at the resistance to it and why I'm resistant to it, I'm resistant to it because I believe there's a better way, which brings me into a, a non-resonance with it. But we can be in resistance to something because our brains are wired for survival. So um, if, it, if it's uncomfortable for me to do something, I, I have the knowledge, the awareness, or right, the information that my brain is wired for survival. And so every time it moves me into discomfort, my brain's on high alert and goes, oh, this is uncomfortable. We got to get her back to comfort, right? We got to move her back to comfort. And so toe the line, girlfriend, right? Get back into a place that makes you comfortable. But truly in creating what I this, you know, your epic life is about, hey, I'm going to be uncomfortable, you know, most of the time. And the cool thing is you can decide when you want to stop being uncomfortable. You can take a pause. You can reflect. You don't have to be uncomfortable all the time. It's okay to go, okay, I'd like a plateau. <laughs> I'd like just to coast for a little while. But what happens, I think the benefit is, the beauty of it is you can make the decision to pause. So the pause doesn't happen to you. The pause is happening for you because you're empowered enough to say, okay, divine self or okay, you know, God, okay, spirit, okay, warrior, okay, goddess. I'm just going to pause right? because this growing stuff is can be tough. This spiritual development and personal development, this expansion through my glass ceiling, I'm pushing. There's pressure. Does that not make sense? Those of you who can't see me because I'm on, listening to an audio, I'm like raising my hands as if I'm pushing against a wall. There, Yeah, there is. There's pressure there. And there is a pushing energy there for sure. For sure. However, let's look at that pushing energy for a minute. What else is possible? 
right? Rather than pushing it out, forcing it out, what if I just took a moment and paused and took a really, really big deep breath in my belly and I expanded my energy out without pushing it, but I expanded it out. To feel the difference, push, eh, effort, right? Pause, expand. I love the expansion energy, right? And I spent most of my adult life, you know, up until I was 30 in my push energy, actually probably until I was about 35, maybe even 40 years old, in this push energy. This expansion energy feels so much, uh, so much better. better so much better and so we're talking about just being used to you know uh, being uncomfortable and uh, you can take control of the situation by pausing on the discomfort absolutely it doesn't always have to be uncomfortable but just being awareness as you're expanding there you know possibly is right possibly is this discomfort so next i want to share with you Uh, connecting with your spiritual self. So this is the next step. Connect with your spiritual vision, the next insight. Now, what does this mean? So some people might say, you know, connect with your why. You need to have a big why in order for you to do what you're doing. And so there's a lot of doing in that. And I'm all about being. We're a human being. I don't know the first time I heard that I loved it. We're a human being. We're not a human doing. (laughs) I'm a great doer. Um, and so as a human being, and I want to look at this, right, what would that look like connecting with your spiritual vision? And so why? Um, what is the your big, hairy, audacious goal? What is the thing, your purpose, your mission, the thing that you want to do more than anything else? And this is bigger than what we talked about with the insight number one, which is what do you want to love to be doing? That was a doing question. But your spiritual vision is things like, is there anything in your life that you see that's unjust or wrong and you just would like it to be different? That's one spiritual vision. Do you want to ha- have some sort of philanthropic portion? Um, do you want to, uh, to uh, you know, as you're raising your children, raise your children differently? Is that your spiritual vision? right? Do you want uh, a new way to collect garbage and dispose of garbage? It could be absolutely anything. One spiritual vision is not different than the other. It's a calling. So I would say, you know, what are you being called to do? What are you called to raise up to, uh, to talk about? What kind of, is a burr, is a burr in your pants? Um, I must be channeling my grandfather lately because uh, some of the sayings that I've come up with are his, right? So uh, Lloyd was his name. So hello, Grandpa Lloyd. Glad to have you here with me today. But, you know, actually he used to say, what's your burr up your ass? Truly, that's what he would say. <laughs> so, so um, you know, and so what does that look like? Like what what bothers you in your industry, as an example? How would you like to see that different or in your life or you know, are you um, passionate about childcare? Um, you know, there's a couple of Hollywood stars who, you know, one star I can think of um, who really wants um, uh, to uh, bring water, right, to to different countries, have water available. You know, other um, Hollywood actors and actresses are, you know, wanting to 
look at with the trafficking children and women. So it doesn't have to be something that big. Your spiritual vision belongs to you. What's important is you get in touch with it because there's or that it gives us the reason why we were doing the things that we are doing. And more importantly, it gives us that hope, that dream, when things become maybe more muddled or maybe there's more obstacles or challenges. The most important about thing about touching and tuning into your spiritual vision is if you um, go back to insight number one, what do you really, 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 really want to be doing? And you attach it to your spiritual vision. The ways and means for your A, your spiritual vision to happen and B, for the doingness for what you want to do starts to unfold, right? I have a spiritual vision. I want to bring the, uh, the some of the, the insights that I've learned over the last 20, well, more than that, 20 years, but really the insights of Alateen, which is the 12-step program for children of alcoholics, I want to make that available to whomever wants it, not having to be um, in a 12-step program, not having to grow up in an alcoholic home, but you could learn, you know, you could learn this. Uh, you know, learn the universal laws. I think if they taught the universal laws in school, we would have, like, our world would look so much different. So my spiritual vision is opening it up so that everyone, every child out there, every teenager, actually for me it's teenagers, and their um, parents, specifically I could say teenagers and their moms, learn this, learn this way of living. That's my spiritual vision. It's, that's what I desire. So if I don't talk about that, you know, if I don't even share that, if I never even admitted it to myself, then my doing of what I want to do would look so much different, right? And it would. And so if I can tie those things in together and we'll say, you know, God is aware of what I want, right? I mean, I, you know, uh, the universe is, in, in my humble opinion, you know, the universe is conspiring to make this happen. It's a deep desire. I've had this calling since I was 15 years old. It's a deep desire. And as long as I get, I get out of my way, things move. If there's a hiccup in the road, if there's a detour in the road, a bump, or, you know, those, those were really big, um, not so it's more than a pothole, a sinkhole. I've had a few sinkholes along the way. That is that is opportunity for me to learn even more of who I need to be in order for me to do what I do so I can have my spiritual vision. I truly believe that. I truly believe that every sinkhole that I've experienced isn't my fault. It's my responsibility. I'm accountable for it. And it was there. So that when the time came for me to, uh, for the for the vision to come to fruition, I could because I had been through, I had survived the sinkhole. Actually, I thrived through the sinkhole. So we're going to go into our next insight right after this break. Thank you so much for joining me live or later on. Love you too. Bits and pieces. My name is Ranchelle. You're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. We're on Inspired Choices Network. Thanks for joining me today. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? 
tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach ranchelle van bryce you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently join ranchelle wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m eastern 4 p.m central 3 p.m mountain 2 p.m pacific How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me here. Uh, so excited to be here. So before this second break, we talked about some of the insights. Uh, and so insight uh, number one, of course, is uh, do what you really want to do. Thinking about, you know, not thinking about from the perspective, what will you get paid to do, but really tapping into if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? The second one is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable or just being under the understanding of of how to do that, how to move through discomfort, how to be comfortable with discomfort. And next, I talked about connecting with your spiritual vision and how important it is because things will unfold. The ways and means for you to create the spiritual vision and the, the, the business that you want, the career that you want, comes once you make the decision to do that. And it needs to be connected to something other than money, right? Money is important. It's not about not liking money. It's not about not loving money. It's not about not desiring to have uh, cash flow or revenue or profit. It's nothing to do with that, but it's about other than money other than money. And, um, you know, and again, I really, really important. I you know I'm not dismissing the importance of cash and cash flow in life and in business. It's, it is important. And in, in fact, in, in our world right now, it's essential, right? I, I'm not able to go to my bank and say, Hey, I'd love to pay you, you know, uh, for my mortgage with these five great insights. Right? <laughs> that would be wonderful if I could do that and not possible. And so I want to share the last two insights with you here today. Before that, though, I want to invite you um, to something. If you happen to be what I refer to as a conscious entrepreneur, so someone who believes in a higher power and who is maybe a little confused or finding themselves in a place or space where you know that you don't like promoting your business and you're really not sure why. And you might have even followed the uh, ooh, rhetoric is the word hoping I'm using that word uh, terminology correctly, but into the rhetoric that it has something to do with your own value and worthiness. And that no longer resonates with you. You think, you know what? Yeah, I've worked on that for a couple of years. I'm good. I think I do have self-confidence and self-esteem. And I guess even if you didn't, even if you knew that you had value and worthiness challenges, but it just doesn't feel right for you to promote your own business. Um, and you're not really sure why, I'm going to invite you just to go and check out I have a new business starting called uh, the Sacred uh, Art of Business. It's actually the Sacred Art of Business Academy, but the website is sacredartofbusiness.com. 
sacredartofbusiness.com. And uh, go and check it out. We're just launching this new academy and I want to promote you. So basically what this is going to talk about when you get here is just some information about how I want to promote you. So if you would like me to promote you, because that's my idea of a good time, I got to tell you, go and check this out. And the story behind it is, you know, a couple of years ago, I had invested in some coaching and the coach is absolutely incredible. And I just could not resonate with what the message was. There's parts of it that I did, but when it came down to the marketing piece, you know, what I had been doing had been successful and I was trying to scale my business. And the moment that I went into um, following his methodology, my um, business uh, revenue crashed and uh, crashed hard and fast. And I spent probably about four months um, truly in my victim position of feeling really sorry for myself that there must be something horribly wrong with me. And why am I so stupid and I can't figure this shit out? That really was what I was in. Not all the time, but in in essence. And um, it was one of those sinkholes I talked about earlier. And I, you know, and uh, in the middle of a meditation, what came to me was because I needed to revamp my business. I needed to show up differently than what I was. And the only way that was going to happen was if my cash flow disappeared and disappeared quick. Um, and so, you know, I spent some time. I think so. Karen was here as audience today. Thanks, Karen. Great to have you. Love you. Uh, so I spent some time in this sinkhole in the dark night of my soul and realized that um, what I really wanted to do is create a business that was a win-win-win everywhere. And I loved every part of my business. And so I've been a coach for a very long time. I've been coaching actually since 2010 and um, would not change that. I, I just, I can't, you know, imagine, like I said, I love, love what I do. But what I wanted to do uh, in a perfect world for me was to speak. Uh, and here I am, you know, on Inspired Choices Network. Uh, and I have my own summits that I do. I wanted to do live events. I have one in November in Hawaii coming up, uh, uh, online summits. Okay, I'm doing that. And I wanted an opportunity to promote people, promote other business owners. And so I created the academy to do that. And so I wanted to bring in something that a gift that was given to me from divine source energy, which is there's a new way of being in business. So it leads to a new way of doing business, but it's really about there's a new way of being in business. And this way of being in business is about sacred love, sacred economics, and sacred commerce. And so the Sacred Art of Business Academy is gathering together entrepreneurs who really are intrigued by those three pieces and how they fit into business, number one, and are intrigued by how the heck could I, the Academy myself, promote you. And if that resonates with you, uh, please, again, go to sacredartofbusiness.com. Uh, check it out. There is uh, on there, there's a, a form you can fill out so I can connect with you right away. Uh, there's also uh, a calendar link and you can link up with me and we can have a conversation with you about if the Sacred Art of Business Academy is a good fit for you. All right. So next, I want to share with you um, the next insight, which is creating boundaries and creating boundaries specifically around, uh, you know, this is, I think, um, for me, I hear this a lot. It's, it's kind of a buzzword lately. And I I like trendy buzzwords. I think it's important because we'll see the health of a community when we look at some of the trend, the trends. 
And so boundaries is really trending right now. And I think it's important. And I look at boundaries completely different than most people. So what I'm talking about is creating a, a new set of boundaries, meaning to, uh, to uh, stop focusing on just your business. And so we've been taught that the fastest and best way to grow your business is to focus on your business. And I'm talking about, okay, what would happen uh, if you want to create an incredible business without sacrifice, if you stopped focusing every single moment, every single breath, every single piece of cash flow, every single piece of marketing in your head, uh, every everything, stop focusing it just on your business. Why don't we create an epic life and use our business or our profession as a ways and means to create and manifest that life? And for me, create and manifest are two different things. Create is the divine feminine and taking inspired action. Manifesting is the divine masculine. And I think it's important that we access both. I don't think we can only be in our feminine. I don't think it's healthy that. I don't think it's healthy for us to just be in our in our masculine. And everyone, both men and women, have access to both of these energies. And so what would it look like for you if creating boundaries wasn't about my business has to have this structure and it has to look like this and I have to work Monday to Friday or Monday to Monday, and I have to work seven days a week, and I have to work 12 hours a day, and I have to pay off this, and I have to do this. Like, that just sounds exhausting, even saying all that. Like, I'm like heavy. I'm like, oh, those of you who are seeing watching me on TV, I'm like, oh, that's just heavy as poo. Heavy as poo. How do we make it light? What if we created other boundaries? What if your health and wellness, your relationship with yourself, what if your relationship with others, your relationship with your community, your relationship with your finances, your relationship with everything. What if it wasn't just about business? Now, I know I can feel you folks <laughs> that they're like, it has to be. I want this successful business. What if, though, you create a successful business by stop focusing on just the business? I know it's counterintuitive. Now, I am not talking about um dismissing everything and just Netflixing and chilling because that's not healthy boundaries either. Although time Netflixing and chilling, there might be that be part of it, but we we're so black and white. We're so, it has to be this way or that way. So for me, boundaries are for myself, not for other people to respect. I think that's bullshit. The boundaries are for me. What boundaries do I need in place? What boundaries do I need to respect? I can go ahead and tell people my boundaries, but chances are, right, they, they might love me and still not follow those boundaries. It's not up to them. This is my own personal opinion. It's not up to other people to respect my boundaries. That's bullshit. What's important is that I respect my own boundaries. If I created the damn thing, then I need to be able to speak it. I be able to need to, to be insightful. I need to be able to put it into place. I need to be able to, to do whatever I need to do with whatever said boundary. So what would that look like for you if your boundary with these boundaries wasn't about like there's the chalk line, right? But more of, hey, what if I had harmony in my life? What if I, rather than working seven days a week or rather than working five days a week, 12 hours a day, or what if I, what if rather than rushing back and forth to my kids hockey and doing work on my phone, I used to do this while my kid was playing hockey, what if I left my phone in my vehicle? Oh, gasp. 
What if I didn't check my emails? What if I didn't have any notifications on my phone? OMG, what if you took your email off your phone? Yeah, I know, mic drop moment. What if you had Facebook if you wanted to, but you didn't have like the little notification letting you know? What if you looked at the harmony of your life? And I don't believe in balance. That's why I, um, I, I use the word harmony. I think balance is misleading. Balance to me is like fair, like everything's like four pieces of pie cut into four versus like five or whatever, right? And if balance is a better word for you, then please do that. What if you could do that? What would that look like for you? And how would that, how would that change things for you if you looked at that from that little bit of perspective uh, from that, um, that shift? that shift. So I want you to ponder that as we go into into our next break. Creating your own boundaries. Would that be maybe stop focusing just on your business, right? Approaching things in a branding way. So think about that. Uh, And don't go away. Just think about it. We're going to be back from break here shortly. My name is Ranchelle. Thanks for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. And the show that you're listening to is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Thanks so much for joining me here on the last little bit. I'm talking about the five insights to creating this um, new new business. Your epic life is really what I want. Five surprising insights to create an incredible business without sacrifices. The actual name of, of the show. And insight number five, we're going into our home stretch, which is really talking about authenticity being your superpower. Again, I think authenticity is um, a, a, is a buzzword that we've been talking a lot about and uh, authenticity, uh, boundaries, vulnerability. And for me, buzzwords aren't a, aren't a bad thing. Trending words aren't bad um, at all. In fact, I have a very different uh, outlook on what the, the trends that, that we're finding ourselves in. And so I just want to talk about authenticity because I think authenticity can mean different things for different people. And so specifically what I'm talking about here from from a business perspective is uh, tapping into your marketing message. And what if your marketing message was more about what you wanted to say and the things that you wanted to share and less about the right formula? And again, please hear me. I'm not saying strategies or formulas are bad. But I'm just saying, what if it could look different for you, right? What if maybe um, maybe you're not the problem? Meaning, 
Maybe the system that you're following is the problem. Maybe the system that you're following feels inauthentic to you, right? There, right now in my world of marketing, um, you know, I guess it's kind of like what I stand for. What I stand for in the world of marketing is um, here's, here's what's going on in, in my world of marketing or in the world. I won't claim that anymore. In the world of marketing, which is we are taught from a mark, from an online marketing perspective to um, have you feel as bad as you possibly can about the decisions that you've made using specific language so that you feel compelled to buy the yellow widget that the marketing person is selling and the promise that if you apply said widget to your life, everything will be different. And what I stand for is cookie cutter systems don't work. And um, and they work for, let's say, 20% of the population. They work for enough people that the 80% of the population feels like a bag of shit. And that's what I want to change. I stand for a new way of being in business and a new way of doing business. Hence the Sacred Art of Business Academy, right? And so it's about, uh, for me, the authentic message for me is knowing what I stand for. So for you, what is your authentic message? What do you stand for? And what parts of what you do feel really good and what parts of you do of what you're doing or who you're being don't feel good? And then we move into, is it because it doesn't resonate with you or because you're in resistance to it, right? And that's an important distinguish, a distinguish, distinguishment to make, right? So what would that look like for you if you authentically showed up in your business right? And you let go of all the rhetoric that's out there, all the fancy dancy, like all of those things, just let it go for a moment. And I'm not saying throw it out, right? Because I think one of the the most incredible marketing messages I ever received was in, oh my goodness, 2004. I was listening to, I was actually listening to someone on cassette, I think still. (laughs) Maybe it might've been a CD. That's how long ago this was. And it was, uh, people don't buy a, uh, a hole in the wall, they buy a drill. A beautiful message. People don't buy a hole in the wall, they buy a drill. And I, uh, and to me, that resonated so deeply with me, because from a marketing perspective, I understood that, right? And I thought, that is so cool, because I was trying to, I was going out there and with my businesses, and I was trying to sell a drill, Right? And what people were looking for was the solution to um, make a hole in the wall. And there are a lot of great platforms. There are a lot of great business models. There's a lot of great um, opportunities for you to learn how to do that in different ways. But it might not be the best way for you. And so I guess my authentic message and you stepping into your superpower is what if it's not you? What if you're part of this new way of being in business and the reason it doesn't resonate with you is because it's not meant to resonate with you. And a new way of being in business is meant to resonate with you. And that's why you feel so uncomfortable. And what if that was possible? What if that's what's going on? And that there's nothing wrong with you. It's the system is broken. 
And so if that if you that if my message is resonating with you, I really want you to go and check out the sacredartofbusiness.com to see maybe that message will resonate with you more and maybe not. But the point being continue on your search because there's lots of great people out there, right? Continue on your search to find the person that resonates with you, right? To to assist you if you have a passion for you know what you're doing to assist you so that you can live your purpose, you can create your spiritual vision, right? And so part of your being um, authentic, right? And having your unique voice is just to really think about what it is your purpose, right? What is, go back to insight number one, right? Which is what, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? And the spiritual vision and just sit in that and think about that, right? Because from a marketing perspective, chances are you're your own ideal client. And so what you're trying to do is come up with a fancy way, right? A fancy dancy way, right? Some sort of formula to make it easy. It's like the magic pill that most of us are looking for. And maybe this isn't new. The magic pill that we're all looking for to be healthy, to lose weight, right? Versus, um, you know, the simplicity of, and I, I get it's not always simple, right? But the simplicity of what needs to be done to 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 be healthy. So what if, as we close the day up together, what if you made the commitment to yourself? That was the card that I pulled earlier. What if you made the commitment to yourself, to yourself, that you would look at yourself with a whole new, in a whole new way, look at your business with a whole new set of eyes, uh, your spiritual vision, <clears throat> and really thought about, would I would I do do this? Is this really what I do? Right? Is this really what I do? Or did I decide to choose these words because they were marketable? Because they were niched? Because my target audience is X, Y, Z, and and that's what they're looking for. And that's good. That is great sound device. Uh, you know, if, if we were working together and I was um, doing with your marketing, we, then we would start there. I think more important, though, is who do you need to be in order for you to, to um, be, do, and have what you desire? What parts of you need to shift? What transformation are you looking for? That's the most important question. I want to thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.